to the John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. John O'Bean and Sharon, live from Nelson for Cool Town, bro. With Helen Stein Brothers. Yes, we are coming to you live from Woo! sunny Nelson this afternoon. It is sunny here. It is an amazing place, Nelson. Do you know what I figured out about Nelson? What's that, Sharon? Nelson That is... no one likes you here? Oh! oh! Sad, sad to me, but true. Oh, But um, no, the thing I've noticed about Nelson, Nelson is the home of cute dogs, cute babies, and great jackets. Okay. Good, yeah, they do have great jackets. I noticed okay, well, I thought that was a great observation. What did you guys notice? I noticed uh, a lot of people with missing teeth. That's what I noticed. I but notice I like teeth. it. I like it. That's yeah, it. they're your people. That's my jam. Hey, well, the come, guys with the missing teeth, that's my vibe. Come to, come to Nelson today uh, for Cool Town, bro, to check out what makes Nelson a cool town and also to break a world record. Yeah, the most, most amount of people inside a giant G-string. Current record is 169 people. A comical number from the get-go. But did we break the record today? We went to Tahuna Nui Reserve, 1.30 today. How do you think it went, guys? Um, it was very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll play you all of the coverage from our world record attempt. Oh, we've left this one on a bit of suspense. Yeah. There was a scandal, by the way. There was a big scandal. A huge scandal. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Right now, though, it's Calvin Harris at Slide. It is The Edge. John O'Ben and Sharon's world's biggest G-banger. We have come to Nelson today um, to bring cash. We had the Insta Cash Cannon and Woo! to check out what makes Nelson a cool town, bro. But most importantly, to see if we could break a world record. The most amount of people in a pair of underpants sits currently at 169 by the Americans. Whatever happened to the guy who sang this song? Cisco. Remember Cisco? And he was, he was having a hell of a time on the bus, well, wasn't he? He definitely wasn't getting a world record for the most amount of people in a G banger, that's no, for sure. Probably had the world record for the shortest career ever, though. <laughs> oh, shade to Cisco. Sad. But it was, a, it was quite a big turnout. Every man and his dog came down. Literally, there was about eight dogs down there. Yeah. So the kids. Adults, grandparents. I saw an old chap on a mobility scooter inside the G-Street. Oh, it was such an amazing turnout. So thank you very much to Nelson. But could we break the world record? Could we get more than 170 people in a G-Banger, Sharon? Well, the good good news is, if you listen... Well, she was there, mate. She knows the answer. <laughs> Why are you asking her? <laughs> True. This is fine. G-Banger! It's Fever Pachera Tahuna Nui Reserve. They want blood. They want money. But most importantly, they want G-strings. Everyone's turned out, young and old. The whole family are here. Hang on, hang on. We just told people to turn up to get inside our one. Why did you ask people to bring G-bangs as well? Yeah, this little man, you bought your G-string, didn't you, mate? Yeah. <laughs> He's got little kid-sized G-strings, adult G-strings, old G-strings, young G-strings. Who's ready? Okay, it must be 250 people here. Oh, easily 250 people. Oh, the big question is, are we going to get them all inside the G-string? That's my big one. That is the big question. <laughs> How's it? So far, we've probably got about 60 people uh, squeezed inside the G-string. It's like, it's it's pink, hot pink, uh, based on uh, Ben's mum's laundry collection. Oh! Oh! We couldn't use Jono's mum's because she doesn't wear any. Oh! So, uh, yeah, it's probably, I'd say circumference, you'd be saying 20 metres circumference. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be, it's got to be tight. There, uh, there's a lovely frilly triangle bit at the uh, the front, as most G-strings do, and then my major concern is, with a lot of people, someone's going to have their middle elastic bit right up their bits and pieces. Oh, they, they are 
that, but that's that's the price you pay when you wear a G bang. You know it going into it. So no one said no one said the world record was going to be easy, did no. they? No. I think we're going to smash this world record. It's going to happen, Dan. Producer Dan, you here? You were skeptical. I was skeptical. We're all skeptical. I want to get in the giant G banger. I know. I feel left out. We're not in it yet. We've got babies in here. How old is this little, old is this little bubba? She's three and a half. Months. Three and a half months inside the giant G thing. <laughs> She's already done more in life than I have. Well done. You've got a world record, sweetheart. I'm coming hot with a world record. Do you think we've got the world no, record? I think we have. We're going to do it. We're at 140, and there's okay, guys, only just a, uh... just over half. Okay, Bex, adjudicator. How many people have we got in the G banger right now? We've just gone over 227. Over, two, over 200, guys. Yeah! We can still pack more into this. We can jam far more into this. Okay, this is the moment we're stepping into the G string. It feels oh, good. Yeah. I've got the I've got the dreaded elastic bit in between my legs. As a man who's used to stuffing a lot of things in small spaces, oh. what do you think? I think, <laughs> I think we can get more. We're three people off 300. Yeah. We've obliterated this G-string record. I didn't think it was going to happen. It's going to happen. Not only do we do it, but we doubled it. 298. 299. 300. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yes. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. New Zealand. We World record most amount of people inside a G-string. Not only did we do it, but we almost doubled it! Yeah. Um, so not only Nelson, will you hold your heads high, your mulleted rat's tailed heads high, <laughs> but also New Zealand can hold their heads high as well. And I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or letters on anyone's email, but New Year's Honours lists, John O'Ben and Sharon, <laughs> entries are now open. <laughs> Let's get us knighted. Let's get us knighted. Before we get too excited about it, though, there was a scandal. Ben got quite handsy. No. Didn't you got quite handsy with me? No. He got very handsy with me as well. I, I, but that's, that's, for, that's for our after work meeting. He's a hands-on no, colleague. No, we've just um, had yeah. the, the team have just come back from uh, Tahunanui Reserve and someone stole the G-banger. Someone's stolen the, the world's someone biggest G-banger. It's gone. It's gone. gone. The world's biggest G-banger gone to the is world's gone. biggest stripper. We don't know where it's gone. But somebody picked it up and stole it. How we didn't notice them steal it, we'll never know. But it is gone. And whoever has the world's biggest G-banger... Well, you, just, you just rest easy in that silky... Well done, though. Well done, that yeah, person. That's, that's a hell of a heist. Movie. Hell of a heist. And we hope you have as much fun with it as Ben and his mum did. <laughs> John, Ben and Sharon on the edge. Yes, we read it. Just me doing that? Okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're ready. This is called y- yes, yes, We Read It. it. And uh, today's story is about pets. And who doesn't like talking about their pet? I me. Mean, I hate it when you talk about your dog. Can I be honest? Why? Well, she does Why? so many stories on her dog. A dog is a oh. lot of maintenance, but you love your dog. And your that's the thing. If you love dog. something, you want to spend money on it. Okay. My, dog's, my dog needs to go and have swimming therapy. My dog okay, needs to be Okay, I listen to the stories about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, remember that time you, you told the story about your son that rode a bike the other day? You know, newsflash, heaps yeah. of kids can ride bikes. Yeah, well, can your dog ride a bike? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so let, let me tell you what happened. On Reddit today, there is a story about a man that loves his dog so much that he has built it a castle which then sits next to a window so that the dog can just chill out and watch everything go by from his castle. How amazing is that? That's an extravagant thing to build that for is. your pet. So he hasn't fed him in nine years. No, now, I'm not he's got a, he's, at least he's got a castle. That's the main thing. No, but that's a, there's so many people do uh, things like this for their pets. Like um, Megan and Guy, who work work on the edge, um, they get custom-made bandanas for their cat, pu- their cat Plum so that she looks fashionable. Like really? A survi- like a Survivor contestant. Yeah. 
It's a hard one because because our dog, we love our dog, and and man is like we need to get him a kennel when he sleeps outside during the day. And it's like so you pay three hundred bucks for like this kennel, and the, and he just won't go on it. Like he'll go on it and then he'll come straight back out. And it'll be raining and he'll be sitting next to it like in the rain. You're like you have a kennel, right? Well, no, there. he's trying to prove a point. When you have an option of going into a miniature house or a life size house, he's always going to choose the life size house. Oh, true. But no. the, the thing is, people do do extravagant things. I'll bet Hunter at the edge. We want to know what the most extravagant thing is that you've done for your pet. For example. My uh, my dog has special needs, and so uh, it can't get itself up and down off the couch. So um, we have to lift it, otherwise it will like hurt its back. So um, Bryce and I are designing a ramp. Oh God! So you're that not. the dog, <laughs> you're really? so the dog can this, go you up the a ramp about this dog. and down the ramp. So that she can get up and down off the couch nicely without hurting herself. I swear this is the most privileged dog on the it face is. of the earth. <laughs> can, can you beat that or do you know someone that can be that? Gets massaged, gets a ramp. What, uh, what is someone doing for their pets? Is it you? Is it someone else? We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. We'll John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Okay, yes, we read it. Uh, great website, Reddit on the internet and um, a lot of radio shows. They take stuff from Reddit, but they don't say, hey, thanks, Reddit. We... We've named a whole segment after stealing stuff from Reddit. So today, from yesterday, Reddit, one of the great forums was uh, the expense you've gone to to uh, lavish your pet, Sharon. Yes, because a, a dog on there, a dog owner, built a castle that sits in front of a window in, in their house. And I'd say, also looking at the pictures, the best window in their house. Uh, so the dog can sit there during the day in his castle and just watch everyone go past the house. Yeah, so you were surprised by this. But this, you and your dog, Warren G. Yeah. Uh, you a take, girl. You a take, girl. A girl. You take Warren to get massaged every Every, uh, every week. Uh, goes, uh, every three weeks. Every, uh, sorry, apologies. Uh, goes for swimming therapy as yeah, well. because she's special needs, Jono. Special needs. Gets, um, gets psychology treatment as well. Get psychology. You thought your dog was depressed. No. Because you called it Warren and it's a girl. She was depressed one time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> she's not defined by her gender. Yeah, pen. Ben, it's 2017, oh, mate. Here we go. All right, here he is. Okay, okay, Why don't you get sorry. on Twitter, right? Eh? <laughs> do a tweet about that. <laughs> do a tweet about that. Walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> and, uh, and now you're talking about building a ramp yeah, from the floor build... to your couch. Yeah, because she, uh, she's she got a, a spinal injury and so she can't jump up and down off the couch anymore and we like her to come up because she likes a cuddle and she likes lying up there in the sun. So we're just going to get her a wee like, ramp like you do like, with people with wheelchairs. With juice weeping out of her eyeballs or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you, can't, you can't be the only one that's extravagant no, for, their, for your, their pet, right? Harley's yeah. on the phone. Where are you? <laughs> Harley, uh, we're in Nelson and you're in uh, another part of the country. That's a great story, Jono. What have you treated your pet to, Harley? Uh, it's not me, but I've got a mate that she loves her cat that much. She's made it a Facebook page and it's her son. Like, oh, a cat's what? got a Facebook page. Yeah, even I was like, I ain't got like a random like friend request, and then boom, it's my <laughs> See, cat. Even, From I, a cat. <laughs> I don't I, like what this cat's been up to. I'm crazy about my cat, but I don't um, about my dog. Sorry, but I do not have a Facebook page for her. You're, you're no, one step yeah. away from having a Facebook. I page. am not. I just, a bit overboard. <laughs> no, no. Thanks for your call, Harley. Appreciate does, that. Does a cat take photos of his dinner and stuff like that? Post that online. <laughs> photos people, of it. at the beach. People with social media for their pets are like people whose um, profile pictures are their babies. Just look. It's just weird. Um, the the, uh, the the cat one's going a bit too far, isn't it? Yeah. The cat's get... <laughs> yeah, a, little, a little bit aged yeah. their own, though. Is it just me or is uh, everyone's on board with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Char- hey, you're not even on Facebook, but that cat is. Yeah, it's very it's very weird. <laughs> Charlotte's on the phone. How are you, Shaz? Yes, how are you? We're in, we're in Nelson. Charlotte, you're in another part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you treat your pet to, Charlotte? Uh, well, my auntie, like, but my, my cat sleeps on the bed in the bed when it's cold. So my auntie's this, if the cat's on the bed, you don't move the cat, she goes and sleeps on the couch. 
I lived on a fl- in a flat like that once because the cat had lived in the flat longer than me, and so I wasn't allowed to move the cat. But then the pets get a sense of entitlement. They they think that they, they do this stuff. Cats already have sense of entitlement, though. They're cats. Cats are dicks, aren't they? They are dicks. Have you ever met oh, a nice I like, cat? I like cats. Nah, cats are dicks. You would. You're oh, like... such a cat guy, Ben. <laughs> you know, he's just sitting there, just purring on his <laughs> Ben's dog looks like a Persian cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> real white and fluffy. <laughs> Stop body shaming Ben, poor dog. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Charlotte. Appreciate that. John Ben and Sharon on the edge. Now, uh, Sharon, John and myself popped over to Sydney. Uh, just, just a little weekend away. Thanks for the invite. For the two of us. You know, it's just nice to spend some, some quality time together, isn't yeah. it, John? It was mm. cool. And they told me that we were going to a cafe called Sydney and I waited for them for hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually, speaking of cafes, we had a wee awkward moment at a cafe because we were waiting across the road. We had to do an interview for the TV show, so we waited at a cafe across the road where we were doing the interviews. A yeah. cafe? Rich. I know. Well, well, actually, he, 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 I see, he's, he goes inside, he's like, what do you want? I said, I could do with an orange juice. And he came back out and he was very upset. He was like, do you know how much this orange juice was? Oh. I was like, $8.50 <gasps> for a glass of orange juice. Dang. Yeah, I got two glasses. Has not stopped talking about it since. Well, it's like Australian dollars too, so it's 17 bucks for two two glasses of orange juice. Anyway, that wasn't the biggest, okay. biggest scandal to have so, Did you pay him back? Haven't paid him no, back. No, oh. no, $8.50 with interest. Uh, it was actually, I think it was squeezed by small children <laughs> out the back of the, uh, the cafe. Yeah. So hand squeezed. Children juice. We've got to do this, this interview for the TV show, and uh, we've been given a little bag of stuff to take away uh, from the TV team. And we get, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little bit sweaty under lights for these interviews. So they're like, don't forget to put on some makeup, some powder on your face. Also, just, you know, your faces. Well, also to help us look a bit yeah. better. Um, but it's not working, but give it a nudge. And because we were kind of just running from the airport uh, and went straight to the cafe, we kind of had to get changed in these toilets. And then we we're sitting at the cafe and we we're like, oh, we haven't put our makeup on. Mm. There's no time to do it anywhere else. We should put it on here at the cafe. Oh. Mm. But you don't want to be those people. People that just sort of sit at the cafe and, and, and it puts put, on makeup. Put yeah. makeup. So I was like, I know it's 2017, but people still judge. <laughs> they do. They, they judge. do judge. So I got the makeup out of the bag and I sort of just just passed it to Jono under, under the, the table. table. He oh, slid it. He slid it to me under the table. And so Jono went out and then Jono went off to the bathroom and put the makeup on. Then he came back and he slid it to me under the table. Yeah, and off went I went to the bathroom and came so back. So you looked like a pair of druggies. Well, that's the thing because I came back and I was like, oh, hang on, Jono didn't do that good a job. Let's go back and we'll do it together. Oh my And so gosh. when we went back in for the third time to the bathroom. <laughs> There's like a knock on the door, and I was like, what's going on in there? And the people from the cafe had obviously been watching us pass whatever it was under the table and go off to the bathroom three oh times. Oh, my God. They thought, they thought we were doing drugs, which would have been a far cooler explanation. Instead, we are just putting on foundation. That is so bad. And there's In fact, I wish we just lied and said, yeah, we we're snorting cocaine in we here. Because you, you would have then over-explained it as well. That's happens when someone accuses you of something like that, and then you over-explain it, and they're like, yeah. Of course you would. And they think even more that you were doing it. There is no, there's no look of disappointment on a person's face when they think you're doing cocaine and you have to tell them you're just putting foundation on. Like, Your cool factor drops 10 get, immediately. We, we get a bit shiny, so we're just putting <laughs> some makeup what did, on. And what did they say? Were they like, whatever, losers, get out of our cafe? Uh, well, we pretty much just left after that. <laughs> we did a slow fade out. Can you imagine if that happened in New Zealand? It was like, and the hero the next day, and they're like, Jono and Ben caught doing rails in cafe bathroom. <laughs> Your explanation was they were putting on foundation. <laughs> Managed to do quite a lot of heroin work. Right yeah, we did. That was the best bit. <laughs> the good thing is we weren't sweating either afterwards. Yeah. Because our, our heroin make- can make us quite sweaty. Quite shiny. Our makeup was flawless. It's real weird how your powder on your face too is like real white. <laughs> oh, piss off. John Ben and Sharon on the edge. So, I'm, I'm disappointed you haven't done your Nelson quiz like you did in Hamilton. Oh, do you want me to do Nelson or Nelson? Yeah, yeah. well, we oh, did we'll Hamilton or Hamilton. I have prepped Nelson or Nelson. Okay, give it to us. Give us one question. 
Oh, you want one? Okay. You have to tell me whether this is Nelson the City or Nelson Mandela, <laughs> beloved <laughs> South African politician. Okay. R.O.P. R.O.P. Nelson. Okay, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm not. I feel like you're not. <laughs> we were ready like 20 seconds ago. Okay. Is the second oldest city. Nelson. <laughs> well done. Yeah, oh, one, one more. Okay. One more. Give us the question. Mm-hmm. Was in Nelson. Pr- Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Was in prison for over 27 years. Yeah, Nelson. Yeah, well Nelson. Well Nelson. Well yeah. All right. Nelson. I'm glad we did that. Now, Shaz, you're reading something today that shocked us. Avalate. Does it sound good to you? Avalate, mate. Go on, Avalate. You don't even know what it is yet. In Australia, of course it is, and even a few cafes in Auckland are contemplating doing this, combining fancy people's two favourite things, the avocado and the latte. You heard that correctly. So what, they're serving a coffee inside an avocado? Yeah, so you get the avocado and you scoop out the majority of it, but there's still probably about a pinch of avocado, and then they fill up the avocado skin instead of putting it in a cup, and then you drink it from the avocado skin. Oh, so a cup of wanker juice. That, Listen to it. It actually <laughs> Listen is. Listen to it. Don't describe it as that. It actually is. Oh, actually. But I know what you mean, but the description is a bit weird. This is, is like, so are the avocados new, or is, is it like rubbish avocado that no, they pull out of a bin? And oh, here's an empty avocado. It's, an, it's you know when you there's no greater feeling than when you split an avocado and it's perfect. Yeah. So this well, is well, there's a, better feelings, but it is a nice a, one. This is a perfect <laughs> avocado, and then they've gutted it and put a coffee in it. Which what do they do with the avocado? If they put it on um, like toast and stuff like that. Sm- oh, mate, smashed smashed avocado on toast is uh, still as popular as ever. That's why millennials can't buy houses because they buy yeah, <laughs> according to the papers. Avocado. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and they like sit it on a cup and like sit it on a saucer, and they give you a little piece of fudge and everything, and they even do latte art. God, I hate latte art where people do art on the top of but their you know coffee. The, pro- the problem with baristas, and I don't want to stereotype the whole barista industry. It sounds like you're going to. I'm go- but I'm going to. They, you walk into somewhere and they think that they're better than everybody oh, else. I don't, know. don't they have no. an air of superiority? I don't know. People who make coffee, they, they no. do, don't they? Sharon, you agree with oh, me. I, agree I don't with agree. I agree. And do you know what's even worse? Know, you know, Ben. No. You're just trying to play nice guy. No. I know you know. <laughs> do you know what's worse? The tea joa. A cup of breakfast tea inside a fee joa. <laughs> I like that for the pun. <laughs> it's terrible. I think that one was just a troll from uh, someone here in New Zealand. You could Zealand. do lemonade in a lemon. It's oh, What? Well, you could serve a lemon, like lemonade inside a lemon, the lemonade. That, that, would work. that one wouldn't be as weird, but a latte and an avocado, it's just, it's ridiculous. What have you drunk, on, have you drunk out of anything unusual, like a gumboot uh, or something? Um, my dog won, I don't want to stop going on Here's about dog, it. Another dog story, the, the dog story of the hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here story. it is, guys, buckle my, up. My dog won a cutest dog in Ponsonby Award when she was a puppy. <laughs> and uh, and you're having to go at people drinking <laughs> coffee out of an avocado. Hey, look, she won us a $50 sandwich value. Okay, and a trophy. But what did you have to drink out of? We drank out of her um, her oh. dog trophy. Oh, you drank out of the trophy. We okay. filled it up with Verve, and we drank. Out. Okay, we drank out of her dog trophy. I've drank out of a cricket box before. Same. Have a you? Cricket? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I Brendan McCullum's the cricketer used to play for New Zealand for a, a cricket box that like covers your genie. Yeah, yeah, it was like a weird lost a bet on a TV show I did before this one. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, not no, a proud moment for the boys' family, but hey, we did it. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay, well, thinking of like student towns, thinking of Otago, thinking of the Waikato, thinking of Tauranga, anywhere there's a university, there's going to be people drinking out of some weird stuff. So, oh eight hundred, the edge, text at three three four three. What is the weirdest thing that you've drunk out of? Joe, and Sharon on the edge. What other weird things that you have drunk out of? And uh, we've got a lot of texts through, and I'm just gonna—I I can't read some of them, but I'm just gonna say that some of you guys are way too good of friends. 
Way too good okay. for Yeah, I've just found out what a bird bath is. Same, so and I am scarred for life. It's not where the, the birds go outside. No. I mean, that's one, but it's something else. Anyway. No. I was like, call yeah. the bird bath guy. That's hilarious. And then yeah. I read the rest of the text. I was like, do not call do the not call bird, bird bath. No, do no. Not call him. But I'll tell you him. who we did call. We called Nick. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, we're doing well. Good to have you on the air with us this afternoon, live from Nelson. What did you drink out of, Nick? Uh, I drank out of a prosthetic leg one. Wow. So oh, he, like, he, what did he fill it up with? I'd love to know what you were drinking. Uh, I think it was Corona, I think, from memory. So the whole thing was filled to the top and you all had a sip out of a prosthetic leg? No, no, no. I, sc- I sculled the whole thing. We each had a, we each had a turn. It was so like a yard glass of somebody's wow. leg. You yeah, yeah. That's when you'd be uh, hoping you didn't have a long leg. Am I right, guys? Uh, about <laughs> four or five beers. Four or five beers. Ironically, afterwards, you were leg- legless, <laughs> weren't you, Nick? She's <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. on fire. <laughs> Bad pun two for two, mate. Jesus. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Funny guy. Good on you, Nick. Thank you for listening to the show. All right, Ben, that puts your cricket box to shame, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? And Sharon's Ponsonby best dog and Ponsonby trophy. Yeah, what have you drunk out of, mate? Cup of... Couple of bloody good times, mate. <laughs> oh, jeez. You, you peaked at having a laugh or whatever it was. John O'Brien and Sharon on the edge. Well, last night on three was the final of The Bachelor, and joining us in Auckland while we're in Nelson, uh, Zach and Vianney. How's it going, guys? Hello. Good. Thanks for having us. We were so angry, Vianney. We thought he was ours that we couldn't be in the same studio <laughs> as you. Oh, I know. I'm jealous. Hey, guys, let's just get right down to it. Uh, have you guys. Had your fourth date consummation. Oh, yeah. Listen to it. Listen to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have. Yes. <laughs> yes, because I was watching the episode last night, and when uh, Vianney, when you were like, oh, it technically is our fourth date now, I was like, pick up what she's putting down here, Zach. It's the do girl. <laughs> no, um, yes, yeah. <laughs> this is great. So what's been going on in this relationship that we haven't seen? Because, like, I'm reading all about the body language and all that sort of stuff. What do you guys actually do when the cameras aren't, you know, going? Um, well, we haven't really had that much time together without the cameras, to be honest. We've kind of been sneaking around for the past few weeks. But, um, yeah, just be normal and enjoy each other's company, not have the pressure of the camera up in your grill, basically. <laughs> Fair nice. enough. Mm. Annoying radio announcers asking you annoying questions. Yeah, probing <laughs> at my personal life, you know. It's pretty mad. Hey. <laughs> You know when you were when you were sneaking around, did you have like disguises? Would he wear a moustache or something? I wore a moustache actually, and an awesome ginger shade matches my hair. I had a nice little pink skirt and some high heels and a pink bob as well. I think. Yeah, great. So really put them off the scent. But like, did you have pretty hot secret a secret hideout house that you would meet up? We kind of hopped around a little bit. Hey, yeah, like a few Airbnbs, and I had a few friends who were out of town who needed house sitters. So yeah, that was quite convenient. For yeah, pretty fortunate, actually. Yeah. Mm. Now, now uh, we all know what happened last year, Jordan Major. Uh, Zach, if you're going to beat Jordan's uh, record, uh, now's the chance, mate. You want anything to say to Viani live on the show? Uh, I really didn't want to do this now, Viani, but no. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to throw it out there just to make sure. It'll be no. a hell of a get for this radio program. Oh, any advice for any guys out there that want to date like 20 women at the same time? Uh, what would you, what would Why do you want that advice, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hypothetical, Sharon. Well, just in case, maybe they're married, maybe they want to see people on the side. Maybe let's not get into that. I don't know. Well, I mean, the good thing with my situation is they all knew about it. I'm not sure how 21 women on the outside world would feel if they all knew about it. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, right. valid point. Okay.
thanks. I'll take that on board. My friend, <laughs> who's definitely not me. <laughs> oh, a serious question. What was it like? Um, what was it like seeing Lily last night? Because she was uh, apparently uh, saying that the whole situation was tricky, and then that you, uh, you guys didn't actually get on that well, Zach. So, what was it like seeing her for the first time? Um, oh, and it was, for you, it was, um, Yeah, it was tough. Um, I mean, I don't know where that whole. I don't know thing where it, the we didn't get along yeah, thing came from. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, there was def- the feelings of the feelings were definitely real on both sides, and it was I, it was just really difficult seeing you know someone you did once care about and you know care a lot about, and um, now that can't be the case. Mm, so yeah. um, and just kind of just having a chat, uh, having a chat with her would have been difficult anyway. But instead, I didn't. I decided in front of two and a half thousand people in a live audience. So yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> that was, that was quite, yeah, right. So uh, yeah. So is this is there some fireworks on the show tonight? Because of course tonight there's the yeah. behind the rose special. Yeah, so there's a tell all tonight, uh, three at seven thirty, and um, yeah, there's um, yeah there's a few few angry girls, few uh, few hard questions. I'm definitely put through my paces, and, and uh, they try and keep me honest. So yeah, it was tough, real tough. What's next for you guys? What's you know what's the first thing you want to do now that the Bachelor is over? Um, we're going to become friends with Art Matilda and take over all New Zealand. Mm. Um, <laughs> the most <laughs> handsome power couples in the world. Know. That's a, that's a, that's that's a pair a, of couples. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't that's, know. Uh, go on some normal dates. Yeah. Meet each other's yeah. friends. Just yeah. kind of be normal yeah. a little bit. Yeah. What is what is the date that you want to do? Like, where do you want to go? What's your normal date? Well, we've got a date list, hey? Yeah, we made a date yeah. list. Pretty amped about it. Yeah. But what's, yeah. what's top of the list? Um, well, first is actually just go out for dinner like a normal couple. Yeah. Oh, pretty, wow. yeah, pretty pretty standard. Um, what other, oh, we want to go to Spookers. We yeah. want to go to the movies. Yeah, and Alien we want to go to, really want to see Alien go This to is the most boring shit ever. <laughs> yeah, because we're normal. We don't fly on bloody. <laughs> We've done the luxury We've dates in Thailand. Yeah, I've, stuff, I've done the yachts. I've done, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on the couch and check their phones while watching a movie. That's yeah. what they want to do. Uh, well, congratulations, guys. Uh, we're, we're super stoked for you guys. Yeah, oh, you're all, you're like an awesome couple and uh, all the best in the future. Thank thanks, you guys. very thanks much. Very much. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Low but small hands. John O'Ben and Sharon's world's biggest G-banger. We are travelling around uh, the places, checking out what makes your town a cool town, bro. Today we're in Nelson. We came here with a mission of breaking a world record. The, yeah. the most amount of people inside a G-string, a giant G-string. We also came here with a mission to uh, get Cisco some uh, some payments for his <laughs> song for the 90s. Thong song. <laughs> song. So you can thank us later, Cisco, when that check arrives in the mail. Yeah. So the current world record is 169 people in a novelty-sized pair of underpants. We wanted to smash that today, Sharon, with a G-banger. Yeah, we did. So what we did is we put the call out. We asked Nelson to meet us at Tahunanui. Beach. We thought we would be struggling to get 170. Yeah, but then people started rolling in an hour before. This was the talk of the town. Wasn't it was. It? There were dogs, babies. Yeah. We had to remove a car seat from the actual G yeah. banger. There was an old elderly guy on a scooter inside the G. Just it was. It was a fun day out for the whole family, it was, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> G-strings are now fun for the family, aren't well, That's they? the thing. I think they should do a... Uh, farmers should do a family range of G-strings. Like a Rio pack. Yeah, so like you get the mum G-string, the dad G-string, G-string for the little the little kids, and then maybe even the toddler G-string. I, I'm not sure about that. I don't no, know if that's overly No, you got carried idea. away. Success has gone to your head. Because today, thanks to you, Nelson, we broke a world record. We got 322 people inside a giant novelty G-string. Okay, this is the moment we're stepping into the G-string. It feels oh, good. Yeah. I've got the I've got the dreaded elastic bit in between my legs. As a man who's used to stuffing a lot of things in small spaces, oh. what do you think? I think, <laughs> I think we can get more. We're three people off 300. Get We've obliterated this G-string record. I didn't think it was going to happen. It's going to happen. Not only do we do it, but we doubled it. 
Pretty awesome. 322 people. So thank you, Nelson. Thank you for coming out, getting inside our large sort of 10 meter, 10 meter by 10 meter novelty pink lacy g-string. And thank you to someone who stole it afterwards. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was uncalled for, but we hope you enjoy your big patties. I think we should put it. We should put that on police 107. Where is our missing yeah. giant pink G-string? Someone walked away. It was like Ocean's Eleven, didn't they? It's Hell great, of a heist. Hell of a heist. It's a great call, great call. But coming up next, we need to discuss something else. We are broadcasting right now from Fiveshire House in Nelson, which is a two-story villa that is famously haunted. I didn't realise this was haunted. You are explaining this before. And it some is, haunted stuff's going on today. I am terrified of that sort of stuff. And I have been hearing the stories from some of the other announcers that work in this building. And we will talk about it. Next. Ooh. Ooh. Ghost stories might on the might edge. I say it wasn't a ghost. It was just me walking up the stairs. I'm just quite pasty. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon on the edge. So, the house that we're broadcasting from is haunted. And apparently, and this gives me the heebie-jeebies, there is a lady that died in this building. And people that do, like, local shows and stuff around here um, in the studio that we're in right now mm. said that sometimes when they're here late at night when it's dark they'll hear her like rattling around because it's in in like an old vi- oh god I'm getting shit as I was talking about it for it's a quite an old looking building right yeah it's yeah. like a big old two storied villa and so apparently you'll hear her like Oh, my God. Oh, I don't. We were just talking, and there's a, no. there's a clothes dryer in the studio. Why, Jono, you did that. You did that. The dryer started. There's no, a, you did that. I didn't. There's a clothes dryer <laughs> in the studio. I don't no. know. No, first question, why is there a clothes dryer in the radio studio? I don't know. But it just started as no. you were talking. Listen. You did, did that. No. I did do that. I didn't do it. You did that for radio drama. I did that. Sharon, don't cry. I didn't do it. Oh, my God. There's a ghost in here. He did do. He definitely did, did you that. Did you do that? Of course he did. Did you do that? You're looking right. me out. I'm very scared of ghosts. I did it. He's he's a showman. You know he's a showman. He just this is commitment to the gang. Oh my god! I thought it was a real. Oh Sharon, ghost. I didn't mean to make you cry. Shares, shares. I'm sorry. Now Sharon's crying. Because <laughs> the freaky thing was, we came in the studio and the dryer was unplugged. So Dan secretly plugged it in, and I might have turned it on while you were talking about it. <laughs> Oh, I turn it off. There's nothing oh in there. Oh my god! I am <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Sharon. Are you crying? So we thought we'd open up the phone lines. Uh, when have you made your workmate cry? Is that what we're doing? Using a head, using a clothes dryer. Oh no, we're doing um, haunted houses. Oh have you ever encountered one? We want some haunted tales this afternoon on the radio. Sharon Casey's quite relieved that Jono um, started the dryer. So if you, if you honestly, under- we're just shitting myself. <laughs> well, don't worry. We can put it through the washing machine and put them in the dryer, mate. It's all oh good. Haunted ghost tales. We'll do those oh next. If you can call us. Oh, and under the edge. John O'Brien and Sharon on the edge. Now, uh, one of the TV shows we've been talking about quite a lot recently is Last Resort. It's on 3, 7.30 on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Yeah. And it involves couples who, uh, at the end of their relationships, potentially going to a resort. And this is the last resort for their marriage. Okay, guys, tell me honestly, would you guys go on Last Resort? Are your re- relationships in trouble right now? Your, um, yours and mine are. Yeah, well, we would go on Last Resort. <laughs> last Resort TV Couples Island. Yeah, but you guys are just going on it because you're thirsty. Yeah, it's true. We just want to get coverage. Some, some TV time, eh? I, yeah, I, I still stand by the fact I would never go on a lost, last resort because I'm way too much of a psychopath and I don't need people to know how crazy I am. I agree with that. What's it? What? 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 